0: I am turning off AC so we can hear. Yep, gotcha. But if you
1: get like annoyed, we can change it. Because this is fun to do the show from you picking me up. I know, it's the first ever. Yeah. You've always. High high pressure on you. Well, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know you drove a Rolls (laughs) Royce. You don't see, you don't see way
0: mine. to work the audio medium well done That is these
1: knobs goal. <laughs> <laughs> holy i'm really i you I, don't see you as a rolls royce guy the pressure is on you, you this, is, this is gonna be this has to be the best episode ever, ever. or else Never, or else yeah it's over i view this as your big break this is it
0: that is the voice of the great Jimmy Fallon. It's Mike Berbeglia. We're back on, working it out. New episode. I love this episode. I think you're gonna love this one. It's got tons of jokes. It's the first time I've ever picked up one of my guests, and now I'm thinking I should do this more often. It's really, we get right into it, and uh, and we have a great time chatting. Um, Right now, if you're anywhere near Los Angeles, I am performing the full production. Set design, lighting design, the whole thing of the old man and the pool. It is spectacular. We just had opening night last night. All of, so many of my heroes showed up. You know, Jack Black was there and Jimmy Kimmel and David Chang and Larry Wilmore. all these people who I'm so enamored with. And just come see it. If you're anywhere near Southern California, come see it. I'm I'm touring it also in the fall. Uh, there's, there's limited tickets left, and it, it won't, just so you know, it's it not the full production of the set design. We can't bring it to every single city. It's so involved. But I'll be in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Toronto, Atlanta, Cincinnati, Columbus, Detroit, Nashville, Mesa, Arizona and Salt Lake City. Uh, All of that's on Burbigs.com. There will be a New York announcement. It's hopefully coming soon. The only way you will be the first to know is signing up on my mailing list, Burbigs.com. But today I talked to Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, of course, I was first introduced when he was a cast member on SNL and a legendary cast and legendary sketches. We talk all about that today. I met him when he was the host of Late Night with Jimmy Fallon and then on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. We've known each other for about 20 years. He was like so nice to me since the first time we met like at, at Caroline's when I was opening for Pablo Francisco all these years ago. There's tons of jokes in this episode. It's really fun. He's a great storyteller. He has this wild story that I, uh, where he hurt his finger many years ago and it, it, I don't want to give away what happens but it's like thought he broke his finger and actually it was much worse than that uh and and we talk about that um we talk about so many things he's a some of the best slow round answers i've ever heard on the podcast i'm not going to give away anymore enjoy my conversation with the great jimmy fallon
1: I remember seeing you at Caroline's. Yeah. Uh, opening up for 20 Pablo. years ago.
0: 20 years ago. It was 20 years That's when ago. we met,
1: yep. Gosh, Pablo had such a good closer, too.
0: He, Pablo's like one of the—Pablo Francisco, and when I used to be a, open, uh, a, a door person in Washington, D.C. improv, I'd see everybody. You know, you'd see George yeah. Lopez, Margaret Cho, you know, like just like best of the best of the best. Chappelle, like everybody come in. And Pablo Francisco to this day— funniest 40 minutes i think i've ever seen in terms of like
1: blowing the doors off i couldn't no one could follow him you can it was, follow him on in a world he would do that in that. a world he, yeah, he do does that, the voice. That. he does the movie voice he would do the fight yep the 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 girls getting in a fight that was a yep. big bit yep uh oh my god he was so funny but i went to go see him and then you open i go who is this dude like, yeah you were so different and so funny and and great, I was like, "Oh my god!" I just saw like the funniest guy, and then uh, I met you there. Uh, I think afterwards we said hi, right? Yeah. And I then- was selling my
0: self-titled, self-released CD, "Dog Years," in the lobby. You came up and you were so nice. I I always remember it. I always remember when people are nice because when you're coming up and you're at the
1: bottom of the business, most people aren't that nice. No, <laughs> Almost no one. <laughs> I won't say his name, but I open up for some comedian. All weekend, I was the <laughs> MC. Opened up for him all weekend. At the end, he goes, he goes, Jimmy. It'd be great if at the end of the show you could say, "Hey, guys, uh, blah blah blah." It's, he just told me he's so nice. He said that he will s- sign every CD that you buy uh, in the in the lobby. He just said so. After the show, he's going to meet you out there. If you buy the CD, he'll sign it for you. That isn't that cool. And I did that every show. Right? Helped yeah. this guy sell CDs at the end of the show. Is a Sunday night show. And, uh, you know, I did two shows Friday, three on Saturday, one on Sunday, I think. I'm leaving. I'm with my dad. He used to drive me to gigs. I was too—I didn't have my driver's license. So I so my dad would drive me to gigs. So I'm with my dad. I have the money that I made from emceeing that kind I go, uh, hey, buddy, I'd like to buy one of your CDs. And he goes, uh, absolutely. He goes, uh, sorry, Jimmy, but, you know, I have, to, I have to charge you for it. Oh, no way. And I go— Of course. Sure, sure, sure. I hate this. Well, that was just so mean. I hate it. And then um, he's writing on it. I go, this is so cool. He's going to write, like, good luck in the business. You're going to, you know, don't quit. Don't give up. Something like that. He just signed his name and his catchphrase. Dip it and ranch. (laughs) That wasn't his catchphrase. (laughs) The opposite. Dip it and ranch. (laughs) (laughs) We were were talking about the drive over about the best
0: catchphrases. Hamburger. Hamburger. It was like Ed hamburger. There's a was a comic
1: who would do a joke and then they would say hamburger. You go hamburger, hamburger. Yeah, hamburger. And you, you, you can just crush crushed when he said ham. So my catchphrase, if I start go back on the scene, is dip it in ranch. Dip in ranch. Yeah. So you could it could be the worst thing. America loves anything if you dip it in ranch. Yeah. That's the kind of the setup, and then you just go, yeah, yeah. My wife served me divorce papers. Uh, I took the papers. I dipped it in ranch. <laughs> <laughs> dip it in ranch. Is this real? And then, is this real? No. Oh, you're, this is,
0: if you go on the road as a comic, this is going to be your catchphrase? <laughs> no, it's not real <laughs> at all.
1: But, <laughs> and then, but he gets so successful that his second part, <laughs> he, he only says, dip it. He doesn't even say in ranch. I like goes, that. Dip it.
0: Well, obviously, he's going to cash in with the ranch, but name, Jimmy,
1: Jimmy Ranch Fallon. Yeah. Jimmy Ranch Fallon. But Jimmy then Dip it in Ranch Fallon. You can,
0: or, can sell the ranch dressing. Oh, like yeah. Jimmy Fallon ranch dressing.
1: But then third or fourth special, he doesn't, he hates even anyone don't even bring up Dip and Rap. Mm. He doesn't want to be that guy. Yeah, no, it's I he mean, doesn't want to be and him it with Hot
0: Pockets. It, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, people just go to his shows and they go, Hot Pockets. <laughs> he's trying to get a rhythm going.
1: Does, he has to do Hot Pockets.
0: Yeah, I think he, I want to say he encores with it. I heard, I've Brian, heard, Regan. That I've yeah, heard Brian, Brian Regan before. Yeah, Brian Regan encores, encores with some stuff.
1: Because you want to hear the the girth. You too. You want to hear people the girth? Go, joke. You too. You too. You got to do it. Yeah, oh. yeah.
0: I was at the airport and I was checking my thing and you the too? guy goes, have a nice day. I go, you too. I go, you too with <laughs> your flight that you're not going on a flight. But if you were, it
1: would be uh, Mister, in the can, future. Do you see the switch from where you're sitting? Can Can you flip this? Can you flip it? <laughs> can you flip the switch? Maybe he's turning on his cable. I slip into Brian Regan every now and then. Oh, I'm he's doing the
0: greatest monologues. He and he and Mitch Hedberg are the two of the most infectious voices in
1: comedy I can remember. I love your voice, but I don't slip into your voice. No, no, but because you know you have a thing. It's so you. But I love that. Well, I think we talked about this. Where some people think that you're drunk. I know. And I'm like, whenever I'm
0: on your show, like, or you know, for Kimmel show, people will put in the comments on YouTube like. He's drunk, and and not even like he <laughs> might be drunk. And first of all, I've never had a drink before a show. talk show or one of my shows ever. Yeah, like maybe when I was starting out. Your
1: delivery sometimes you just you you, you you're talking and you just like yeah. You're, where I'm walking and working through you're it, working and you're yeah exactly, and you're going. But I was understanding that <laughs> this would be the and you. It's kind of a slurring, but it's not. But it's so great. But it's your delivery, and it's so. Copyable, but I don't think I've I've slipped into you. I did Steve Martin the other night. I've uh, done that, right? Just go like. Well, my favorite uh, contestants on The Bachelor are (laughs) Jerry, (laughs) Jasper, and Jay. Oh, my God. And, of course, I'm like, Steve Martin should sue me. The thing that I steal
0: from Steve Martin without realizing it is, is like, the tone. I think it's on Let's Get Small where he goes, and now time for professional show business. (laughs) It's, like, halfway through the album. (laughs) And now time for professional show business.
1: Dude, I I love comedy albums, which— I, yes, man, thank you're you. are a big vinyl the, guy. I'm a big vinyl guy, but I love. It's hilarious because I got this amazing vinyl setup. I mean, it is the most insane. It's unreal setup that I got told what to do from Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise came out and He goes, "I heard but you're, you're not going to name
0: drop today, are you?
1: No, no I would. Another Tom Cruise, right? Like a different. No, the Tom Cruise. I'm I mean, just <laughs> actually, I didn't even hear from him. It was I was at Quentin Tarantino was you telling read. me about. <laughs> He right. was, t- no, Scors- Sc- was no, it was Scorsese. Kirsten- Marty Kirsten- cut him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's call him right. Marty. He, right. Marty cut him off, and he was Kirsten like, Dunst was there. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. Oh my gosh. And then it, the yeah. Strokes. Yeah, the, all, the whole they the whole band was there. Right, right, right. Everyone was there. Right. So uh, uh, I was just trying to think. Of, um, at, and McCartney, <laughs> you were wearing McCartney's shoes because he let you borrow them because yours were all wet. Yeah, they were soaking wet because I was like, I was just wearing them in the pool. I was like, oh, is this funny? How's like,
0: that turned into the story?
1: Oh, I forgot the story. <laughs> You
0: and I did a sleepover with our daughters.
1: We did an outdoor camping. We went camping together.
0: Yeah, I yeah, never. camped. We slept together. We slept together yeah. in an adjoining t- tents.
1: Yeah, different tents. Doesn't matter.
0: Doesn't matter. No. But and you made pancakes in the morning.
1: I made pancakes. And we had and a fire. We had we sat around the fire. We had a discussion. We had s'mores. The yeah. fire was too hot, by the way. Fire, well, fire was insane. It had, like, 14 Dura Flames in it. It was a trou-
0: troublesome fire.
1: Yeah, we had to get the kids away from the fire. It wasn't as...
0: <laughs> did, you you wanted to know a romantic. campfire
1: where I was trying to block the kids from the fire? I think your leg hair was melting. <laughs> you might go, Mike, I think you're too close because <laughs> the wind was coming up. But I'm like, I was like, weird. I'm like, hey, dude, did you, do you want to go camping? Yeah. And you were like, uh, sure. Yeah. What? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so we did it. Yeah. Dude, we camped. It was fun, but I have to say, like, it... I'm a convert now on camping, and I'd never done it. I'd never done it. Have you done it? No. I think I did it once in high school, and I, I, I look forward to it. I would, I would buy those magazines, like outdoor magazines, outside magazine, yeah. because it's so foreign to me. Yeah. I'm so interesting. I love those magazines. I'm like, we crossed over the crevasse, and I go, crevasse. Yeah. I would never even see a crevasse <laughs> or, right. or or, or it, to cross it. You, I, Your comedy— when you, you
0: put on a show every damn night, and it's all, you always have, like, positive vibe, positive energy, and then when you cut your—when you hurt yourself years ago, you had this really moving speech where you go, I'm looking within, I'm thinking, I'm reading these books, you know, like, yeah. Victor Frankl's book about yeah. the meaning of life and all that stuff, and you're, like, watching TV, and it's, like, comedians and comedy, and it's getting you through, and you're like, oh, that's my purpose, too, is to get out and entertain people. Yeah, and
1: I, I feel that way since the pandemic where I'm like, all I have is to entertain people. That's that's my job. When when, my when role. you're down, when you're on the other side of it, you, you 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 recognize it and love it so much more. And you don't you don't take it for granted when you're down and, and you're like and you're like hurting. You're like, oh I love comedy. Mm-hmm. I love comedians. I love entertaining entertainment. Yeah. I love music. I love shows. I, I talk to the hospital. I'm like, do you want just hours of The Tonight Show to just give to people <laughs> yeah. in in, the, in their rooms? Just give them, here's a DVD or a hard drive with, Yeah, you know, I, I've done almost 2,000 Tonight Shows. Unbelievable. Just 2,000 hours of wow. programming that, I mean, you miss it. And I, I miss it. It's almost like, in the pandemic, I, you know, I, I remember when it first started, I give my wife credit because she was like, what's the plan? I go. It's no plan. I think I'm just off for two weeks. She goes, you're not off for two weeks. What are you about? I said, This is when people need you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Go get your phone and record yeah. yourself and make people laugh. Yeah, yeah. We're all going through this crazy thing together. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, yeah, okay. She goes, get a, uh, a tripod. I go, I don't have a tripod. And we're not supposed to leave the house. So I made it like a totally like rogue. I went rogue and right. went down to PC Richards and got a tripod for my phone. Wow. And I was just doing the show from there and uh, – she would sometimes hold the camera at my wife and she would not laugh at any of my jokes. <laughs> and I go, oh my god, at least laugh at one of them. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I mean, so this funny. is crickets. You're not, she goes, I don't want to be the person that's just laughing at everything you say. I go, I know, but one or two. Oh my god, or that's shake the camera or something. Just let me know shake that you're the camera. entertaining something. I'm entertaining you in some way. I mean, this, I'm mean i eating it. crickets. Crickets weren't even making noise. Crickets, during during COVID. COVID. They, crickets they, were taking a break. Crickets took a break during COVID as well. So it was just <laughs> silence. You heard dust. But I always think of that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is all that matters. You just hear, this is something, someone's listening to this podcast who just had a rough time. Yeah. And we're getting them through the rough time by by talking and hopefully entertaining them, making them think, making them laugh. i that's amazing. I'm experiencing that with my live show right
0: now, where even the other night, you were at the show in Sag Harbor, and you can feel an energy in the room that is like... Nothing I've ever experienced in comedy, because I think I have a lot of people coming up to me and being like, I haven't really laughed in two years. And
1: they're not, oh they're, they're, they're probably exaggerating, but I don't think they're exaggerating uh, that really. much. Not really. Yeah. yeah. But I, haven't, I haven't laughed in two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people don't have that in their life. Yeah. You know, it's an amazing thing to laugh. Yeah. You know, that was, a, uh, it was it's just amazing. Can you hear me laugh oh, when I'm yeah. laughing? At this show, I heard you laugh. I love it. You can hear my laugh.
0: Oh, so much. Yeah. I can't, I can't hear Jen's laugh. The other day we were, my mom goes, uh, Una has a, Una is such a great laugher. And, um, I go, yeah, she's a great laugher. And I go, Una, who do you think laughs in the house the most? She goes, dad. And I go, <laughs> and, and Jen was like, I laugh too. And, 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 and we were like, yeah. And then uh, Jen goes, I'm a quiet laugher. I laugh like the wind. <laughs> she's like, she's like the two
1: of you are like thunderstorm laughers. <laughs> it's true. Laugh like the wind. Yeah, you know I sat behind. Not to, I wouldn't name drop. I don't do that yeah. on the show. But uh, I sat in front of uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> so not only am I name dropping, I'm also I have a better seat than <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Man, I really changed. Huh? I became a real jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was sitting in front of Jack Hollywood Nicholson, phony. A really Hollywood phony. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. talks for <laughs> to, yeah. to every uh So, anyways, sitting. it was at the SNL fortieth, and I'm sitting there, and Jack Nicholson laughs like you want Jack Nicholson to laugh. Aw, so he do, 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 that's he laugh, nice. He's like, ha 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 ha. Oh my God, that's so funny. Ha, ha, ha. That is so that's funny. How he laughs. Oh my God! I, I love like, that. This is unbelievable. It's almost like someone's doing an impression oh. of Jack Nicholson laughing. That's how he laughs. laughs.
0: When you and I were talking the other night and about sort of what drew us to comedy, for me it was like I was always interested in comedy, and then I auditioned for the improv troupe as a freshman out of college, and now I got I got in, and all of a sudden I was like, Oh my God, these are my people! Yeah. I can't believe it! I you can't believe people are this
1: funny. I can't believe there's 10 people who are this funny in the, on the planet, even. My story is what happened to me is I, got, I had to go to summer school. Yeah. And my parents so had a punishment. My parents were like, see, this is what you get. You don't do your, you don't, you're not smart in school. You, you don't screw around. You got to go to summer school. And yeah, I go, yeah, yeah. And maybe cry and everything. I go, oh my uh, gosh. And then I go, my grandfather dropped me off and went to summer school. And I go, walked into a room and there was 15 of me sitting yeah. there. And I go, this is fantastic. Yeah. Everyone making jokes. Yeah. This is fun. This is where I belong in the first place. Yeah. This is why I met my people. We had the best. I loved summer school. That yeah. was my favorite thing I've ever done. I loved it. It was so a great school. ad for summer school. We were doing jokes and then we just became friends. It was the best. Can you remember, it's like, who was the funniest person you knew? Joey Gonzalez was, I think I was in summer school with him because we were both trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, we would do bits. We'd walk and trip into things, pretend we'd hit our nose, and to the locker, and you know, imitating uh, you know Chevy Chase, you know, uh, you know SNL stuff. Yeah, that uh, was a lot of my early stuff is just copying, literally. Co-
0: like I would copy John Lovitz doing his annoying man character for Weekend Update, really? like annoying man. No, of course. And literally,
1: yeah. my friend David So, yeah.
0: so I, I was doing that in eighth grade. <laughs> In eighth grade <laughs> to impress this girl who I had a crush on, who was sitting at our science table. And this guy, um, I was doing it to his face, like annoying man, kind of like the yeah. way John Lovitz was doing it to, and um, this guy, Kenny, he punches me in the face. Wow. And so I was, kill- wow. I was like killing with annoying man. I was ripping off someone's bed. As an eighth grader. Of course. I was killing everyone. Like, this guy's great. What is this? And they hadn't even seen the hit. bit. You know what I mean? He punched And you. then he punched me. And then they cheer for that, too. Wow. They're like, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. And then it gets better. And then wow. I'm bleeding. And then I have to go to the nurse. Because you did a John Lovitz I did a John bit. Lovitz but I got punched in the face for it.
1: Wow, that's wild. Punched I, me in the face. No, I've never been hit in the face uh, for uh, doing stand-up. One heckler once. I was making fun of him, and he, like, got on stage or something. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I was at a USO thing. I was in Japan. Wow. And they were, like—and and, and I, all the military guys wanted me to punch this guy because, I guess, you're not allowed to hit a civilian or you yeah. go to, like, prison or something. Oh, so wow. If I hit this guy, he's not allowed to punch, fight back, but I'm not, what am I doing? I was doing impressions of Travolta at the time. <laughs> I, this guy's standing on stage. He was wasted. I
0: heard you were doing it a bit— where
1: you were shaving on stage, <laughs> that <was> so bad, <laughs> dude. It was the I thought it was so Andy. Kaufman. You were actually shaving your face. I thought it'd be like the thing that everyone talks about. This would be. <laughs> this would be. It's like, always a oh. thing in your head that everyone's going to talk Jimmy about. Jimmy found, uh, dude. I was there the night. It yeah. was genius. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was someone was doing uh, for the. It was if you don't know if they have these um, uh, showcases at comedy clubs. You know, so I would do the improv, which is my favorite. Club, be like ten and,
0: comics or something, t- and they're, yeah, they're on a, a list.
1: HBO is in yeah. the audience, and they're looking to. Hire a comedian for this thing. So you go, so, so I wasn't on the te- the list, but yeah. I was the first comedian on after that. Yeah. And I thought if I did something that they would remember, then they would cast me in this thing. Yeah. You know, so I go, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to, I grew some stubble. Oh my God. And I was going to go on stage and I was going to put shaving cream on and shave during my act. And I brought up, it was so bad and janky and not funny. And I had a bowl of like water and I had yeah. shaving cream. And I went, had nothing to do with my act. I just did oh my, my normal act, and then I'm like, you know, hey, you guys go to the movies, and I'm like, <laughs> and then I put shaving cream on. And I'm like, Dude, you know, how oh my big, god, uh, you know, those big, you know, things of yeah. Coke. You know, that's the one you get a, r- a refill from. You know, yeah. I'm just doing my normal act. Then I, you know, then I wiped it off with a towel. I brought a towel yeah. to and left. It, it was awful. I bombed, tanked. I did not get cast in anything. Never did the shaving bit again. It was not funny. It made no sense. But in my walking up there, I'm like, "This is a big swing." It grows. Uh, so here's uh, here's a and Punch it up. We'll have
0: you do it again. We're gonna have you do the shaming bit again. You you, you shave on stage. We get you up on stage at a comedy club. You shave. Uh-huh. You walk behind a curtain. You put on a fake
1: beard, beard. and then you walk That's back funny. and go.
0: It grows back so fast. <laughs>
1: Oh, a fake beard is great. Dude, I want to do it now. That's it. I shave and then I go back and then I have a full beard. People
0: don't understand it grows back
1: so fast. (laughs) Dip it, dip it and
0: ranch. Dip it and ranch. Close with dip it and ranch. Dip it and ranch. You, it's one of the things I love about you, but also like, was like, when you were on SNL, you broke a lot. You'd laugh a lot. Yeah, and like famously, like in Cowbell, I had like one I was line. In that. Yeah, you had one line. You, you were laughing. You were laughing so hard. And
1: one, my one line. It was. A, I think it was like my fourth or fifth episode of the show. And I'm uh, obviously uh, I'm a fan of. No way. Was that your fourth or fifth show? Yeah. Oh, my I God. It was brand new on SNL. I remember thinking, I had this bit, because it was cowbell, right? And the whole idea of Christopher Walken was, wants to come in and say, like, uh, uh, you know, it, it's basically, um, if, you called, sketch, uh, if you haven't seen this sketch. Blue Oyster Cult, famous 70s band. Yeah, and so yeah. in that song, Don't Fear the Reaper, there's a cowbell in there. Yeah. And I think Will and Adam McKay thought that was funny. It's, and, so, and it is. And it is funny that, that there <laughs> is cowbell on that song. <laughs> choo, choo, so, choo. So he's like, and it's such a heavy, hard, yeah. heavy metal song. You go imagine if they were recording it and the engineer just like, hey, let's do another take, guys. <laughs> I think you're really going to want more cowbell on that thing because people it's really going to resonate, you know, and make the track, you know, whatever. It gets funny just analyzing that. Yeah. So I thought what would be genius is if I snapped the drums because I'm lip syncing to the song. Yeah. And then I go, if I snap the drumsticks together, like before we do the take, it'll sound like I'm really a drummer. So I'd be like... right. Boom, boom, bam. Yeah. yeah. You know, I go, oh, that's genius. No one at SNL has ever done that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, wow. yeah. That's what I thought I'd be, again. Bring some reality to like it. Like the shaving bit. Everyone's yeah. going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Who's the genius yeah, drummer? Yeah. Right as I'm about to do my line, I go over a Catan and Willer. Everyone's on fire. Everyone's oh, yeah. so funny. Catan's hilarious in that sketch. Catan's the best. Parnell is unbelievable. Yeah. Horatio's great. Uh, Christopher Walken, out Christopher Unreal. Walken himself. Unreal. He was doing an impression of himself. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. going, you know, he was talking yeah. now. My, my. He wasn't even speaking English. It was unbelievable. Everything was funny. Catan pushes Will, and Will's sunglasses fall off. <laughs> and he turns around, <laughs> and I see the eyes of a lunatic. And I just lost it, man. His gut oh, is God. hanging out. His stomach is hanging out. Oh, Oh my gosh. And he's sweating and his eyes are like, and he's like out of breath. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh. And that was my only line. And I'm like, whatever, quit ruining his first gene, whatever. You know, and so I broke. <laughs> and then I think Will broke a little bit in that too, but you can barely tell that he's breaking because he's like, because he's just yelling, but oh, he's yes, also, yes, he's that, breaking a lot, he's little bit. covering by yelling. I used to make, because then, then it became a thing where he would try to make me laugh. I was embarrassed that I did it, and I wish I didn't do it. And I, you know, I apologized it's to hey, like One and, of the most iconic sketches of all time on the show, such a bummer. I'm so mad I did it, but I love being in it. But you know, I was an easy laugher, and so we would do sketches where we'd be in a hot tub, and Will Ferrell would put his hands next to my leg, and he'd squeeze my leg every time I had a line, and I would just break. He was already, the sketch was already bizarre and funny, him and Dratch are Yeah. Right? But then uh, I remember he would do a thing on Weekend Update. He was, Jacob Silge was the guy, and he, he had voice modulation problems. Yeah. So his voice just never modulated, never went up or down, and it's a serious problem, Jimmy <laughs> and Tina, blah, 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 and he'd just keep doing that. And every time the camera was off of me, off of a two-shot, I would laugh at Will. Yeah. I'd be like... crying and then the camera's back on. But he would know that I was laughing. And so Will was trying so hard to not laugh that his glasses fogged up. So (laughs) if you ever see that sketch, I don't know if it's anywhere, but he's, from not laughing, from not breaking, Uh... his face got so hot that he fogged his own glasses up.
0: Oh my God. It was so good. Was he the person who broke you the most
1: on the show? He was always the the funniest to me as a viewer. Oh God, because you just love him so much. He would do so many bits that just tanked. We would actually it would be the you know five minutes to you know one in the morning, the last yeah. sketch of the night, and it's just we need to sketch, and it's just we knew it was going to tank, and the whole cast would just come out and watch will tank oh my it. God, and he was trying to be funny, but we would we would stand next to the camera operators and just laugh and be like, "Oh my God, this is eating it so bad, yeah." <laughs> It was so funny to watch. And and it's just... And that's all that... I mean, sometimes when you talk to comedians, that's all we talk about is how yeah, bad we bombing. bombed. Yeah. Like, what was the worst thing? And you go, oh, dude, that was so funny. I'm watching you bomb. I remember doing... Once I was doing impressions, and I didn't change my act. And I was at some charity event, and I was doing an impression of... They're all dated. They're all dated impressions. And nothing was working. Uh, I think I was doing, like, Casey Kasem. Oh, yeah. Uh, and And I remember and now Jon Stewart was in the front row and he was looking at me and he was red from embarrassment of watching oh me god. bomb no. he was laughing so hard and I go uh, next up uh, Cliff Clavin from Cheers and he goes I remember him mapping <laughs> going Cliff from Cheers what are you doing <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: Helix Mattress is ground floor sponsor on Working It Out. Uh, I love the Helix Mattress. I think our whole staff of Working It Out loves the Helix Mattress. The, The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made for kids. I have to say... I'm someone who, because of my sleep disorder, I think a lot about sleep. I think about how much sleep I'm getting. I think that having a great mattress is so darn important. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. Get me those two free pillows, please, immediately. For our Working Out listeners, go to helixsleep.com slash burbigs with Helix. Better sleep starts now. No, now. No, now. helixsleep.com. Slash Burbix. All right, back to the show. This is the thing we do called the slow round. And uh, what's the worst? You've ever had a really good nickname or a bad nickname in your life?
1: (laughs) Yeah. The worst nickname was uh, Jim Hat. Jim Hat? (laughs) Because I was in college. And Jim Hat was another name for a condom. Oh, uh, in the 90s. So right. just, so, and, uh, Gym my hat. roommate, uh, there was, and it was in lyrics and they were like, so you want to get a Jimmy hat or Jim, so, oh. so he's like, you I'm gonna call you Jim hat. Oh, so God. Go, okay. It didn't stick. Yeah. But he would call me Jim hat and think that was funny. And then I go, cause at the time it was a word and I was like, Jim hat, I don't want to be called that.
0: But yeah.
1: That was, that was at, you um, were
0: at but that's when you were at St. Rose. I was at College of St. Rose. It was
1: funny, like years
0: ago, my mom's friend, Tonita. Would be like, would be like, you know, you know, my family is from Massachusetts. We don't really know that many people in show business, if any. I, if, I don't think we know any. And her friend Tanita was like, I know Jimmy Fallon. She was like, I, I worked at St. Rose and I helped him graduate. And then I was like, I, brought, I, I was like, I don't think that's true. Wow. <laughs> I didn't say it, but then I was on your show one time and I was like, do you know Tanita? She said she helped you graduate. And you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's real. That's a true story. Because yeah, I think like you were a month from graduating or something
1: Yeah, I, I dropped out Yeah With like four credits left <laughs> Okay but My major was communications Yeah So I go, don't I get credit for anything I've done? Right, come on I'm the host of The Tonight Show Right That's communicating Yeah At, at, its at, peak, a, ma- at a mass level at a ma- Maximum yeah, level yeah, I go, yes, most Give me four credits for that Oh yeah, and she helped me get it Yeah, Tanita and, Yeah, I got my doctorate I'm Wow, a doc- your doctor yeah. Oh my
0: God, Dr. Fallon, I'm so sorry Yeah in fact, I feel you just so got bad. to redo
1: the intro. <laughs> oh my god! Because I want to be introduced <laughs> as a doctor. A yeah, you didn't know that. I was even no, talking to a doctor I the whole feel time. So bad. I I should have asked your publicists. Yeah, I should have told to somebody. But, yeah, but, yeah but if not a medical doctor, I should say. Right, right, right. no, no, of course. No. So if there's anything that happens here in the studio, I can't help anyone. So Jim Hat, and then what's a good nickname? What do people call you a whole like? life, Jimmy uh, Fallon? Uh, Jimmy, I guess you know. I was Jim for. Uh, my whole life yeah jim fallon yeah you know that's because i think i just want to be like my dad and that's what it was all about and i wanted, my dad was jim right and my mom was gloria and my sister was gloria yeah very unoriginal parents jim jim gloria gloria yeah oh my gosh that no, was the worst that's hilarious it's even dumber my grandmother was gloria oh my god to, to think of another name what is happening get over yourself what is happening with the fallons we'd have to, we'd have to answer the phone i go go hey is gloria there i go Big Gloria or Little Gloria? <laughs> and my mom like, don't call me big. I don't even call Big Gloria. Medium Gloria. I go, yeah, yeah. Medium. Oh jeez. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. Medium Gloria. My mom and dad were just characters. They were great. My my mom was uh she passed away uh a couple years ago now. And uh but she was the funniest. She was such a character. Yeah. Such a character. Irish? Irish. Yeah. Irish all the way. She loved to cook, even though Irish people have no cuisine. Um we Irish people really don't. We have nothing. We boil. Oh, no, no, no. Boil everything. Oh, yeah. What is it? Boil it. We're going to get, yeah. Egg, boil it. <laughs> Oatmeal, boil <it>. Corn Corned <laughs> beef, cabbage. <laughs> have you tried boiling it? <laughs> There's no Irish cookbooks. They don't exist. Irish cookbooks, first page says, meet an Italian family. Befriend them. <laughs> meet an Italian family. <laughs> yeah, be friends them. Have, have oh, Italian yeah, yeah. they they, that. But we had no, but she tried to cook stuff, and she was just great. And every time I would visit her from Sarrant Live, I remember going to visit, and she goes, uh, uh, let's go out for dinner. Yeah, because she wants to show me off, you yeah. know, whatever. And I go, I don't. I come home because I want home cooked. Right. I don't want to go out to dinner. There's plenty of restaurants in New York right. City, Mom. I don't know if you know this. She's like, let's just go. I go, all right. Well, just don't make a big deal. She's like, I'm not going to make a big deal. I go, I know, but you do sometimes, and I don't want to make a big deal. I just want to go out to dinner. And I just want to see you and Dad. And she's like, all right, let's go out. I'm not going to make a big deal. I go, Great. So we go to this restaurant. She sits down uh, at the table. She goes. I don't think I like this table. I go, <laughs> you're going to make a big deal. Don't make a big deal. <laughs> she goes, Mommy, I just don't think this table's the right. I go, stop already. This is a thing. She goes, so we ordered the food. She goes, I think I'm going to get the lamb chops or something. And you're like, okay, great. So we ordered the thing. They. I'm not kidding. The server brings my dad's dish, my dish, and not my mom's dish. Mm. And she goes, sorry, we're just going to be a few more minutes on the lamb chops. So my mom's like, I go. Do not make a big deal. Oh don't, mom. Please. She's like, "Where's my, where's my lamb chops?" I go. Oh don't make a big deal. I'm just saying. Just so she's drinking her wine. She's like, two minutes go by. She goes, "Just eat. Just eat. I don't care. When it comes out, it'll come out. You know what? I'm not even gonna eat." I'm not. Even, and that's so you know when she's mad she over pronounces things oh, my god. I'm not even gonna eat oh my god I go just what do you mean you're not gonna eat just oh, eat my god. the thing when it comes out she's like I'm not, I'm not gonna she's like almost in tears mad oh my god and, and so the Irish you know grudge comes out so they finally come out they give her a lamb thing I go just please eat enjoy we're at a restaurant have fun don't make a thing yeah. don't make this a big deal she eats the lamb chop I'm not kidding she goes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I go you're not you're not choking, right? you? Yeah. You're choking? <laughs> my dad's like, she's choking. He puts his finger down in my mom's no. throat. To, and a woman down four tables goes... Oh my God! they're choking. She goes. I'm a nurse. Runs over, knocking stuff over. Things are getting oh my God. Knocked, banged and knocked oh my over. God. She grabs my mother and lifts her up and starts giving my mom the Heimlich. And I'm hearing noises I've never heard from my mother ever. She, my mom's going like, oh, 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 oh. and then a lamb ball comes flying out of her mouth and hits the wall. And she sits down and there's tears. And I go. Thank you for not making a scene. Yeah. You just wanted a quiet night. You just made the worst scene you my ever God. could ever think wow. of. Wow. Holy moly. Wow. Yeah, she did it. She's a character.
0: My my I talked to my mom the other night. I can say this because she's on the other side of it. She had a surgery the other night and I was really worried to the point where I was like, "I, I we talk a lot about it in the show, but... I, we say I love you. And I go. I didn't yeah. say I didn't say I love you. I go. I go. I'm gonna pray for you, which is a real leap because I don't pray. I go. I'm gonna pray for you. Wow. With love. <laughs> close. close. Yeah. Yeah. Closest close. thing saying it. close. I love you. And then and then uh, you know and then it breaks open a can of worms because Una's there on speaker and then afterwards she's like, do you believe in God? And I'm like, well, I mean. <laughs> It's complicated. Nobody, nobody knows the nobody, whole thing. Nobody knows anything for certain. Yeah. It's yeah,
1: that's like true. that whole
0: thing. If you, if it makes you happy, should yeah, you believe in
1: God. But it's
0: interesting because it's like that. It, it, it raises that question of like, okay, you're talking to your mom. She's going in for surgery. She's 82 years old. 82 year old in surgery is like it's worrisome. And it's like, well, what do you do if you're at that? Like what other thing what's the thing you're going to say? I'll pray for you. Because, because, and I did. I prayed for it. I literally going back to the Catholic you thing. Still can't I can't say Hail Mary. Hail Mary. You said the Hail I Mary. I said the Hail Mary. I said like four of them. I actually had to say four of them to reconjure the words. I, did, I was like I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to Google Hail Mary.
1: Oh, did you grace the Grace
0: Lord's with you? Blessed are you Wars among women, me. and blessed is the uh, fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. That's that. I think that's how Do you know the Our Father? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh, and then that drops off. Really? What do you
1: have? You have it? Yeah. The kingdom come, thy will be done. Oh, yeah. On earth as it is in heaven. Give yeah. us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, ne- but deliver us from evil. Yeah. Now and at the hour of our death. death, amen. amen. Is Didn't, that what it is? Was that the end of Hail Mary? Yeah, yeah, I might have. They stole the end, yeah. It's a reprise. I think. Yeah, now, uh, that, those are the two. They should all end on now and at the hour of our death. Now and <laughs> at the hour of our amen. death. Amen. <laughs> Acts of contrition is a good one, too. The prayer should, what's that one? That's like, oh my God, I'm sorry for my sins. Choosing to sin and failing to do good. I've sinned against you and your church. I firmly intend with the help of your son to make up for my sins oh, wow. and to love as I should. Jesus. Amen. I don't even know now this and at one. The hour is that of our Catholic? Death. No, I made that one. Now right. at the hour for death of man, death like, <laughs> amen. That's, a, that's the catchphrase of the priest. Dip it in ranch. <laughs> Dip it in ranch. Now the hour for death of man. <laughs> Dip it,
0: dude. Did you want to be a priest ever?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. Me too.
0: Because I always, my take on the priests is they always get huge laughs. Oh, <laughs> they have
1: the they have their own stage. Yeah, they have a the stage. You're on an altar. They're, mic, they're mic'd. They're mic'd. Everyone's listening to every word. The acoustics are phenomenal. Yeah, and also the bars low. The bar's so low. You don't expect the priest to be People funny. People are just thinking about death. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're the just priest, thinking about it. The priest didn't even just do one little. He'd yeah. Like, that's my whole thing about priest. Destroyed. Priests. He did a duck quack. It'd be
0: like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John Boy. People are like. Oh,
1: hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> Dip it in ranch. Dip it in ranch. That's what any priest Dip listening it should ranch. add. just a a a Catchphrase. And now a letter catch from for Matthew. For that's, Dip Jimmy, it in ranch. that's Jimmy Fallon's gift to you. It's a priest. Priest should be, yeah, a funny priest. Fantastic. And you were an altar boy too. Yep. Yeah. I was the best altar boy. Yeah, I was pretty
0: good. I was was the one. I I wasn't as good as Michael Cavanaugh, but who is?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you want someone to ring the bells? (laughs) Yeah. I'm your dude. Oh, yeah. My timing was perfect. Uh, Perfect. But my mom would come, I think that was my first taste of performing. Yeah. An altar boy. Coming out, my mom would watch me and she goes, you you were the best. You were the best. You rang the bell. You were the best. (laughs) It's like please. I prayed for anything.
0: I prayed for my mom the other night. And I and I'd never done I you know, I did rosaries as a kid or whatever. But I I hadn't said Hail Mary in that long of a time. But it's like, well, I do acupuncture. I don't really believe in that either. (laughs) (laughs) When you were a kid when you were a kid, was there a group that wouldn't let you in? You remember that? I mean comedians are tough, dude. Oh, that's
1: interesting. I never I got no support.
0: No way! Really? Oh
1: man, yeah, that's no so interesting
0: because one... you're you're so supportive of other comedians. So it's it's like you're you're re- you're uh, re- reacting to that.
1: Yeah, no one. I had, really had no friends. Uh, really? In, in, in comedy, you started
0: when you were young. You started when like sixteen, seventeen,
1: right? Yeah. It was just, no one wanted, I don't know, I just didn't, no one wanted me to be successful. I don't know what it was. But also, and having a guitar was lame. Oh, yeah. You like you're guitar, a guitar yeah. act. You're like a prop guy. You know, I had a thing. It's like, right. I didn't have a click. I didn't have a group. It was no really kidding. kind of lonely out in L.A. Yeah, I didn't have a good. So you went from St. Rose to Los Angeles. Yeah. And you were just go, like. Sleeping on my manager's couch. No and, kidding. Yeah, I didn't even have my car. My dad was like, "Don't you don't need a car in L.A. Oh, my God, just that's too, where I go, That's the worst advice. The only advice. thing you need? It's <laughs> the only thing you need in LA. <laughs> Literally the, the only thing the heck am I going to do in LA? Yeah. <laughs> Uber didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't afford cabs. No, of course. What am I supposed to bus? I got to find a bus stop. Good luck. No. From where I'm staying, I go, oh, my God, it was just That's so, interesting
0: that comedians wouldn't let you in. That's no, so no I didn't have really any
1: friends here. There was, I mean, except maybe, like, I remember, like,
0: you were friendly with, like, Todd Glass a little bit. Todd Glass? Because Todd said to me once, like, I love Jimmy. Like, Todd I remember Glass that f-
1: Friends with me, and he was actually one of the people that told me that his group didn't like me. Oh my God. <laughs> he was like, yeah. Oh, well. He's like, I, I'm I gotta be honest. To he's like, I gotta be honest. We used to make fun of you. And like, we all don't like you. Yeah. They don't like have you. you ever, they, they have would... you
0: ever heard Todd Glass do Mitch Hedberg doing Rodney Dangerfield jokes? <laughs> it's like one of the greatest things you can watch. I, no. He's way. like,
1: I love he, he's Todd like, Glass.
0: He's like, I like Rice. When you're hungry, but you want to eat a thousand of
1: something. <laughs> That's so funny, man. That's meta. That's really Isn't good. that Wild. We went to like an acting class together. Yes, and bonded. Yes, and, and we, was that we, the same sh- one as Pablo Francisco? <laughs> Maybe it might at have been. the improv. Oh, they, interesting. They had, it was terrible acting class, but it like it was just again, it was like summer school, it was just a bunch of idiots uh, talking, making each sure other. I would Rodney Dangerfield was my first impression. That was kind of my first foray into comedy because I. I loved Rodney. Yeah. He was like my first He's a riot. famous comedian in my head. And I think my parents would pay me by 50 cents to do his act oh my God. for people at parties. Wow. So I would put it on my dad's tie and be like, I'll tell you, right, uh, my wife, my wife's cooking so bad. I mean, uh, since when does toast have bones? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that joke. Since when does toast have bones? Since when does toast have she goes, bones? Oh, she, she told me to take out the garbage. I said, yeah, you cooked it, you take it oh out, all God. right? I That's absurd. I, so that boy, vo- that
0: voice is so pitch perfect. He's
1: the greatest. He's the best. He's the. I I would I could listen to Rodney, uh, for hours. In fact, my dad gave me the No Respect album, and my dad, being you know we're an Irish Catholic family, my dad would take he took a key and scratched out the dirty words, like the, any f word no or way. any dirty words, scratched it out of the vinyl so it would skip over any dirty words. No way. And so I would. I probably didn't understand half of Rodney's acts. Like, oh, I was in the bedroom with my wife the other day and no respect. And then everyone clapped. I kind of get it. I missed the... He would scratch out probably the (laughs) punchlines. I was like... They messed up my whole rhythm. That's so strange. Yeah, he edited stuff. It was crazy. No kidding. Was that like the household was like no cursing? No cursing. No bad words. Very overprotective. Very... I mean, I wasn't even allowed to leave my backyard. I had like a... What do you I mean? was, we, well, I, I would have to ask them to cross the street if I hit a ball over the fence. Like they were just scared of me getting hit by a car or something. And I, till how, till what age? Till like teenager? Yeah. I mean, dude, it was embarrassing. I had a chain link fence so other kids could actually see through the fence, see how weird I was because I wasn't allowed. Oh my out. So my, I remember for Christmas, I got a bike. Yeah. You what do I do with this? You can't drive in the street, drive in the backyard. So I would ride it in circles in the backyard. Where'd you get how Where'd you get your
0: kindness from? From your folks, from your family, from your friends? Because you're so kind. You've been, over the years, like, we've known each other a little bit for 20 years, and it's like you've always been nothing but kind to everybody I've seen around you. You work at your show, other comics.
1: I don't know. I mean, my my parents, my grandparents. You know, they probably my grandparents. Yeah, or the you know, I used to. They, I was one of those kids. I hung out with my grandparents a lot. They lived in our backyard, kind of. They, For real? Not like in a tent or something, but they had a house. But okay. was in our, it Was a, yeah. It was like 102 was on my address. That's interesting. They're like kind of 102 and two and a half. Yeah. You know? uh, they, so they would they would be my babysitters. My friends would hang out with them. You know, you know, my grandmother and grandfather. I had I have I had old friends when I was a kid. That's like, interesting. Like my Bill Geik was this guy was my first boss at this beverage center discount beverage, and I just loved the guy. He was probably in his sixties, and he was like. Jimmy, do you want to go golfing? I go, yeah. sure. So I go golf with him and his 60-year-old really friends. Funny. Yeah. And I was probably 15. Wow. Friends with like 65-year-old dudes. No kidding. <laughs> my grandfather would get jealous. He's like, you hanging out with Bill? <laughs> that's my friend. I go, I'm just saying, dude. He's my buddy, man. I always like older people. Even in school, I was friends with the older kids. More than my grade. I'll try to cap off slow round with. Oh, yeah. With um, best piece of advice someone's giving you that you used. Best piece of advice. I think, you know, what keeps coming up, the older you get is like, uh, and I, my wife was the first person to say this to me, but happiness is a choice. Mm. And I think the older you get, the more, you, you, sometimes if you're too young, you won't this, won't, this will go over your head, but the older you get, you, there's a lot of choices yeah. that you get to make. Even you getting angry is a choice. Right. So if you stop it and whatever it is, that's bothering you you can go like, okay, I'm going to make a choice right now. Either be angry or laugh uh, you're making a choice yeah so i think that's great advice is that any moment happiness whatever it is you're choosing joy yeah you're choosing to be happy it's like you could have went the other way you could make a joke about this yes you can get mad about it you're these are all choices and that's the one thing that everyone has they're, they're everyone's brains that's the you could take away everything yeah which is in that victor frankel book too yeah Everything, But what they can't take away is your reaction and yeah. your choice.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. So that was— That's brilliant, because that's, that's comedy in a nutshell, right? Because it's like comedy is tragedy plus time. It's taking a thing that's brutal. And one of my first jokes ever was I was at a funeral and they handed out Kleenex at the beginning of the funeral, which I thought was cocky. Like, wait till you get a load of this funeral. You're gonna cry and cry. Wait till you get
1: a load of this one.
0: She's so she's so dead. <laughs> Meanwhile, like I look she's back so on that dead. joke and I go, like, that was a really sad funeral. I was crying my eyes out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, of course. I mean, these things are real, but it's what you re- how react how you react to you it. Gotta how, make how it you, funny. It's how you're got... kind
1: to people around you in the middle of it. You have to. You have to make that choice, and you gotta go. Yeah. So I mean, that's uh, I've been given so many great pieces of advice and. Uh, you know, but that was one thing that just kind of always stuck in my head, like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a choice.
0: Working It Out is brought to you in part by Noom. It's an app where I type in what I'm eating, what, how much I'm exercising. It gives me a lot of tips a lot of it has to do with just sort of uh, creating a routine and tracking things in your life and kind of understanding yourself and your habits and being realistic. I mean, I, it's, uh, I I talk a lot about it on the show, about sort of writing down everything in your life, and and I think that uh, that, that can be true uh, for eating and, and exercise as well. It's a helpful, I mean, You might you might end up getting some jokes out of it, you never know. No. Uh, it's, uh, every journey is different. Your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash for bigs, which is noom.com slash b-i-r-b-i-g-s to sign up for your trial today.
1: I got a few new jokes. Let me hear. I want to hear some good jokes, some new jokes.
0: I got some new jokes. Because I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to do, you you know the show so well, so I'm trying to just give you some stuff that's out of that
1: universe, which is, um... I, I like what you do on the show because I I, I, I want to say one of my favorite guests you have is Pete Holmes. Oh, yeah, he's ridiculous. I don't know him. Yeah. And I, I don't really know much of him, but... From what I hear, he's really funny. But every time he's on your show, it's hilarious. He's awry. And you guys yeah. go at each other. Yeah, yeah. He makes fun of me. And you make fun yeah. of him. And yeah. you go, But then you, you'll you tell him a bit. And you go, yeah, it's kind of funny. Here's what I would do, though. I yeah. would change the ending. And I go, this is so funny. And it's so comedy nerdy that I love it. And it brings me back to, like, When I was writing bits and, you know, in the, you know, laundromat, just scribbling down jokes and trying to top it and then talking to another comedian or if, you know, if they're nice enough, they'll even come up and be like, hey, I have a tag for you. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and I go, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. It is funnier than what I was saying. Yeah. Like I had one
0: recently in real life. Like I was with a comedy seller and like my friend Zarnagarg threw me a tag and my friend Ryan Hamilton threw me a tag and they're like great comics, great comics, headlining comics. And they just throw stuff out, and you're like, it's a com- it's the communal part of stand-up, which is just a solitary
1: art form. Yeah. Because it's very lonesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's it's so lonesome. I just, yeah, and there's nothing to do during the day. No. For a comedian. Well, other than sort of meditate on
0: what you're going to say at night. <laughs> at night. Alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, here's here we go. New thing with Una, because I'm away for my shows sometimes, <laughs> and so I created a thing in the family called Family Meeting. So we get together, go, Family Meeting. I did the first one. I go, Family meeting, and I pound the table. I go first order of business, lunch. <laughs> and then I go second order of business, snack. And then I go Una, what do you think should be the third order of business? And Una goes, what happened in the past? Wow. And I and Jenny goes, <laughs> that's my. Kid. What's an example? And Una goes, when Mom was little, she didn't have a cell phone. What? <laughs> That's what happened in the past. Uh, the
1: past. The past. Mom was little. She didn't have a cell phone. Yeah, that's, that's a great story. That sticks with her. That sticks with her. That sticks with a seven-year-old kid. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that fun? That's so, dude, I love family, meeting. family have meetings. Family meeting's fun. Have you done two family meetings? We've done, yeah, we've done a bunch of family meetings.
0: And I actually, it's this is a good reminder for me to keep doing it. They're fun. You should do them. A family, family
1: meeting. Family meeting. Let's have a family meeting right now. Yeah. I love it. I would yeah. do a family I'm. Tr- I was trying to think of it because now I was, you know, I knew I was coming on here. I was like, oh, should I think of a joke? Because, I, I, you know, you, you do we do so many kind of rewrites of stuff on the show. Oh, yeah. I never write stand-up anymore yeah. or jokes. But I was trying to write something that, like, uh, a behind-the-door... Middle finger. <laughs> it's kind of the best feeling.
0: <laughs> behind the door. You know what I'm saying? Like behind, behind
1: the wall. Like no one's, it's just like you're in yeah, a yeah. big middle finger yeah. behind the right, There's no feeling You, left, than something, that. Right. you left something. Right. You left something. You slam the door. Middle the finger. Middle finger it's, secret, the most, it's a secret, secret middle finger. finger. Secret finger. Yeah, yeah. Secret finger. Yeah, yeah. It's the most powerful yeah, thing yeah. you got. You give the finger. You go... Yeah, just, you know what it means, and yeah, only yeah. you know it. It's yeah. your—you own it. Yeah. And it's behind—sometimes you could you even be in the door <laughs> and have the finger on the side, and they don't even know they're getting the finger. And that's a double whammy funny, because you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll get right to that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're oh, it, yeah, I'm going to get right to that thing. Yeah, yeah, and you're totally giving them the finger, knowing it's a secret finger. And that's nothing more—and you could even do it to the day you die, your deathbed. The nurse could be like, I'm sorry, Mr. Fallon. Can't give you jello, we're out of jello today. And I could be under the sheet and and just thank you, so much. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for trying. Thank you for trying to get the jello. It's and, like the I'm secret, under a sheet. and you're getting the secret finger. <laughs> thank you. you don't even realize. Thank it. you for trying. You I for know you're doing your best. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You de- till the day you die. The secret. queen, I bet you the queen gives the middle secret middle Yeah, finger.
0: Yeah. Queen's given the secret finger all the time. Can you imagine all yeah, this? Yeah.
1: They're like, what Andrew, what did you do? Just close the door. Yeah. And then she's like, Jesus Double, Christ. double bird on that one. Come on. Yeah. Charles, what's we're, going on? What Andrew, are you? We're the royal family. family. What the? Harry, yeah. what is happening? You're doing what? Okay, good. Um, hold on one second. I'll be right back. Let me get. And she'll go into the room, the loo, and just, yeah, secret finger, come back. Go, All right, well, it's, your, it's your life. You can, can move to the States. Yeah. Yeah, of course she's getting secret, the bird. Secret she doesn't know He's on her, the phone.
0: Secret finger is really a part of all of our lives in a certain way, even if we don't do the secret finger. You can
1: do it in your brain. You
0: can do it. In your I head. could be doing it right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. No, I am. But I it this, wasn't. I love this podcast. Yeah, you're getting it. But I, yeah. I wasn't doing. it, But now I am. I'm giving everyone who's listening. This everyone who's listening right hey, now so is getting a, a secret. <laughs> everyone who's listening is getting a secret <laughs> finger right now, and they're giving it to me. Yeah. People listening right now yes, are giving me the finger. This fucking guy. They're going, yeah, this they're, I don't guy. know if they're physically doing it. I, yeah. That's your power. Yeah, yeah. Or they're just thinking about it. Yeah. Someone right now is giving me the finger. It's your choice. And thank and you're welcome. Goes back to your wife's advice. It's yeah, your choice. You made a choice. And it's yeah, so your choice to, to give the secret finger. Exactly. I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um so I asked Una secretly what we should get her mom, Jenny for Mother's Day. And Una goes, it's like a secret conversation. She goes, mom's favorite animal is a gorilla. I did not know that. Wow. She goes, so maybe animal animal's a gorilla, so should we, we should get her a baby gorilla and a mama gorilla. And I said, absolutely. <laughs> I had no idea it was her favorite animal. And wow, I went online. Gorilla. I, found, went, on, I went, went on Etsy. And I show Una. I go, okay, Una, look. I found these bookends and a baby gorilla and a mama gorilla. She goes, perfect. As though... This is a thing she totally knew about and just needed me to pitch her on it. So we get them for Jen, and, and Jen loves them, loves loves the bookends. And I go, Una, this might be the best gift that mom has ever got. And she goes,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she um, was just oh, yeah, the yeah, bookends?
0: are uh, uh, Yeah. Like, this was the most obvious statement I could have possibly made. Like, we know two things for certain. Water is hydrating, and the best gift my wife will ever receive are a set of Baby and Mama Gorilla bookends. That's a joke that needs work, but I think that the raw materials are
1: there. (laughs) I thought the ending was... She uh, was Una going. That's Uh, a good,
0: uh, yeah. That's a good gift. Maybe that was Maybe it does end there. No, maybe it does end there. But then you added two more sentences. A hydrating thing. We know two things for certain. Oh, water hydrates you. And the best gift my my wife has ever received is uh, two uh, bookends of Mama Baby Gorilla. Hmm. Yeah, I know it doesn't do much, but a lot of times, a lot of times it's like, what is the starting point for the joke? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll stare at that and I'll go like, well, let's take another crack at it.
1: You really will. And just oh, stare at, obsessed. Oh
0: my god! The, a lot of my, a lot of my jokes are things that I have stared at because I know they don't work. But fundamentally, the story, the isn't story that, of this, isn't baby, that fun?
1: Yeah, yeah. To to make it work. Yeah. Well, this is why working it out. This is yeah. why you have this uh, show. But, but it, I, the, the fun of it is rewriting that and making that work. The romantic. What's the best gift? What's the best gift
0: that you've ever given your wife? Uh, or your, kids. Or
1: I, your I, kids. I crushed it one year. Really? Yeah, yeah. Here's what you do.
0: Here's <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, here's what you do. The arrogance. Here you here's what you do. Sh- they're all shaking their heads. No, because they're room. all excited about this. <laughs> Everyone's That's not us. why. Yeah, they're loving
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> they're loving it. Well, here's what I did. So, uh, so it was her birthday, and it was not like a double number birthday. It wasn't okay. Like, it wasn't a famous, but it wasn't a half year right. birthday. It wasn't like 45 or something. Right. It was like 43 or something. Okay. Unsuspecting birthday mm-hmm. where you don't think you're going to get anything cool. Right. So uh, my wife, she was like, well, I'll just go out to dinner and she loves sushi. So I go, great. We'll go to this sushi restaurant. Uh, she goes, who do you want to come? She's like, uh, just my brother, you know, and, I, and his wife. I go, great. So the four of us will go. So uh, I get wigs and kind of... Uh, I get glasses, funny glasses and wigs just to wear, because I think that'd be funny to okay. to, to, to wear. It's a birthday. <laughs> so we're wearing wigs and we're hanging out. Uh, 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 I got a driver. We got a, we had a cocktail before we went to dinner. We go to the sushi restaurant. Uh, people are in there eating and stuff like that, and we're having fun. And all of a sudden, this uh, woman stands up and she goes, Why do birds suddenly appear every time? And I go, what? Huh? And this other woman next to us goes, oh, she's drunk. And then, just like me, they long to be close to you. And then uh, a guy comes out of the bathroom. He goes, why do stars? Wow. I go, what? And then someone else stands up. I had hired the whole No way. The whole restaurant. No We're way. All paid actors are all a Humble choir, local ball. choir. No way. And they all start singing and this is crazy. Da, 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 close to you. Oh and and, and I was looking at Nancy and I go, I just smiled, I go, Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's bananas. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. <laughs> it was so cool, man. It was so, that awesome. so crazy. The sushi chef came out. Da, 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 and the, the trumpet came out. It was awesome. And then they all left. They weren't even really eating sushi. They were just, there. I go, you could stay and hang out with us. I think you've
0: uncovered something that's a good secret for gift-giving, which is it's the unsuspecting nature of it. It's the, I'm giving you this, but actually it's this other thing. Yeah. Oh, that's the move. Slide of hand. Yeah. It's a it's magic nice. trick. I think that's a great story. Okay, I got two more. So, one of my favorite places on earth is uh, is uh, the ocean, swimming, you know yeah, but yeah. i'm afraid of sharks we've talked we talked about this you make me nervous, yeah I know i've always heard this urban legend i don't even know if it's true is if you're attacked by a shark, you should punch the shark in the nose that's true I heard that and and i always so whenever i'm in the water, I always imagine being attacked by a shark and me punching him in the nose and then i think like what if i miss like cause like he's, be he's gonna be incredulous he's gonna be like bro you should have punched me you just punch me in the Is nose of a shark a shark, shark. I'm
1: a shark. <laughs> I'm gonna... you you have any idea what you're doing yeah and he's it's gonna like, be like it's I'm like gonna... hitting mike tyson you better land it <laughs> yes it's you l- better land that punch or you're gonna die <laughs> yeah
0: it's like not miss
1: a swing at Mike Tyson. You go Yeah. What'd you just do to me? Did, Did you you know I'm a shark, right? You just swung at me. You know. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, no, no, no. It's over. That you got a split second. To and figure also it out. you're
0: in the water. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like you're on good ground. No. It's like landing a punch with Tyson in the ocean. Yeah. And you're like getting battered around by the waves. And then also you're gonna How do you land a punch. Practice? How do you practice? How do you, that? you
1: practice? You gotta go in a pool and punch the wall for an hour. And you go, what and then that's when that's where you get your divorce. They're like, Where's your husband? Like, he's punching the wall in the pool for three hours. That's when Jenny's like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. He's, he's, punching, he's punching He's practicing, the wall practicing punching the, just in, in, the in the case pool. I, he has, gets attacked by he a He goes shark.
0: to the YMCA, <laughs> he punches he brings what? his own fish, Dude, his it's little like mini fish. Until he there's blood the coming out of your knuckles. Until his
1: blood, yeah. <laughs> and it's floating in the water. He comes home, he's got and dead like, fish in his, in his YMCA swim bag. Yeah, it's bag. like Rocky. It's like Rocky. Yeah. You bring a fish home and you just punch it. Oh, my God. Punching God. the fish is also a euphemism. That's fun. I think that's a fun little piece. That's a great piece. Yeah.
0: I love that one. I think that's good. But yeah, shark punch. That's improved. Shark punch works. This is a quick one. I get frazzled in other countries. I was in Paris and I ordered Funny word phrase. <laughs> yeah, already I'm into. It. I was in Paris and I ordered a coffee and then I said "grazie." <laughs> I don't speak Italian and they don't speak Italian. Why did I bring Italian into this? I say "grazie." The guy goes, "Okay." <laughs> he says, "Calabunga,
1: dude." <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Calabunga, dude." <laughs> <laughs> I get frazzled. You get frazzled. Do you you get frazzled? Drink. You I were just to, in
0: Wimbledon. You were at Wimbledon.
1: I know. I, I when I was I used to go to London because no one knew the Saturday Live over there, so I can go and be anonymous. So I can go, but I loved, even by the end of my trip, I would pretend to be British. And you're like, uh, what's up? How many pounds? Oh, my God. Two. All right. That was my accent. Did anyone call you on that? No. I would get away with it. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. I just do everything in kind of a form of a question How, how many pounds? Two, yeah. How are you? Great. I feel like you could
0: talk about your finger injury endlessly. It's the most sickening thing. That's the ring. The ring being stuck on a thing. I mean, it's horrible. It was the worst. It was just the most. If you can find the comedy in that, oh. you'll be forever. Oh. Uh, it'll be honestly it'll be the greatest. That'd be any, the greatest you can go joke to Any ever hospital, written. you go to any hospital, you tell that story like a t- as a ten minute version. Yeah, you'd crush because everybody would be like, "I feel that pain." In my own way, I feel that pain.
1: Oh God, it was so
0: stupid. Because your finger, like, as I understand it,
1: when you were describing on the show, like your finger went like that way, like sideways. Yeah, was I was like holding my. It looked like a candle wax, like a candlestick version of a finger. God, it's white, completely no blood in it at all. And I was like holding my finger, and I was like, it happened so fast, and I tripped on this stupid braided rug Ah. that had like it was like cool and had a hole in it and stuff. And I was just running, doing things, not thinking of anything. And just tripped, put my hand out, and the ring got caught <laughs> on, the, on the countertop. And I just, can't take it. Yeah, just tore my finger. Here's,
0: here's my favorite part of that story. I feel like when you told the story on The Tonight Show, you didn't fully explain it. It's like you went to the hospital and were like, I think I broke my finger. And they're like, hold that thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, we're going to cut it like, off.
0: Well, like, how often do you go to the hospital and you go, I think it's a thing. And they go, it's much worse than that.
1: Yeah. And no one wanted it. They were like, yeah, we're just going to cut it off. You should call. Yes. It. Yeah, I was like, wow. And that's another crazy thing about that story is they were like, we can't even deal with this. We need to send you to another guy. Well, no, but no. The way it works in the doctor world is if you try to do surgery on it and it's not successful, you get a bad Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> so you so if you say I'm just gonna cut it off, you yeah, get it yeah, yeah. that you did your job. Yeah. You I, it was a success. Yeah. I cut it off. You you don't try and it doesn't work right. and you go like, ah, and your review goes down. Right. Like, don't go to that doctor. Right, right, right. He's uh they want, you know, they want 60, 100%. 40. Yeah. They want
0: four point seven stars on average. Yeah,
1: this guy he, he cuts off fingers. Fantastic.
0: And then you went to some guy who was like, kind of like an uh, uh, eccentric.
1: Yeah. He's who, the like, greatest. David Chu. Dr. David, Chu. Dr. Chu. Save my fingers. He's amazing, amazing, awesome. He wore a bow tie and cowboy boots. <laughs> uh, he was my doctor. And I was like, oh, who is this? This yeah, guy's yeah, unbelievable. Already he's a, a character. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He went right in there. He took a vein out of my foot. Oh, Put it back into my oh. finger and I had to, like, was in the ICU and trying to keep it alive and hearing a heartbeat from my finger just to make no sure it was still real. Yeah. Like a real human thing. Yeah. I
0: think that story, I mean, I really do. I think, like, I think you could do a 10 minute version of that story. I think you put that in front of an audience and you see where the laughs are, go back, see where the laughs are, you populate it out. Really? It'd be like the ultimate story. Do it for. Children's Hospital benefits. You know what I mean. Like you could do it. For, you could have it for like good causes. You—it's the story that you never film. You just have it in your back oh, pocket.
1: Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could do that. I could. Uh, I'll, uh, that, I, I won't I, work on that. Now. I think it's good. Yeah. All right. I wrote this one.
0: The most distinct memories I have from growing up are when my dad would come to my youth soccer games, and he would always say it wasn't about winning. It was about having fun. But he always seemed to be having fun when we were winning, and he seemed pretty angry when we weren't winning. (laughs) Okay, so the final thing we do on the show is working it out for a cause. Is there an organization that you want me to donate to, and we'll link to the show notes, and we'll encourage other people to donate?
1: Save your money. Oh, God. Save your money. Why would you say that? This I is all to, we're recording. No, I don't want to elders. do any of this. Stuff. Save this your is, money. we no, are going to do anything. I know what you're going to do with it. We'll spend it on your no, child. No. You know? No, you no. give it to a cause. No, no. Who knows? They're driving around no, with Lamborghinis and stuff. Why would you say that? I don't that? trust well, where it's no, going to no, go. The money's going to go. Keep the money. Spend it on your daughter. No, we're doing something nice here. Go get her a gorilla.
0: Bookend. Children's Hospital, it is.
1: Yeah, you can do things, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. St. You know, Jude's is a good one. Yeah, St. Jude's is a good one. I think, just know, whatever you're going to donate, just surprise Una with something. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. See, I just did it. That's the unexpected gift. Why do birds <laughs> exactly. I <just> <laughs> suddenly I just did it, right? Yeah. Every time yeah. we are near. All right. So we're going to wrap it there. You're the uh, best, dude. Mike there. Thank you. This is unbelievable. I'm honored to be on the show. Was it, does it live up to the hype? Is it going to be the best episode ever? Yeah. It was great. I loved it. I Thank you so much. Thank everybody here. Oh, a great team. All right. Thank you. Everybody. Right. Good to see you. That's a
0: wrap. Um, great. I'll drive you home. Great. Oh, yeah, you be right you home. Me ride home? Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course.
1: Working it out, because it's not done. We're working it out, because there's no
0: That's going to do it for another episode of Working It Out. That's Jimmy Fallon. He he doesn't need... I don't need to tell you where to find him. He's The Tonight Show. It's on NBC. On Instagram, he's at Jimmy Fallon. Uh, You can find him on all of the socials, Twitter, Instagram, at Jimmy Fallon. Uh, He's fantastic. He's a fascinating person. He's someone I've looked up to for many years, and I'm lucky enough to call my friend. Um, You can see me at the Mark Taper Forum in Los Angeles for the month of August as well as all across the country uh, in in the fall, and look out for a New York announcement. I think there's going to be something there. (laughs) Uh, Sign up for the mailing list on burbigs.com. You will be the first to know about that New York... Working Out is produced by myself, along with Joseph Verbiglia, who is my brother, as well as Peter Salomon. consulting producer Seth Barish, sound recording by Cynthia Daniels and Parker Lyons, video recording by Nick Dimitralakis, sound mix by Shub Saren, supervising engineer Kate Belinsky, associate producer Mabel Lewis, with help from Gary Simons. As always, a special thanks to Mike Berkowitz, my consigliere, as well as Marissa Hurwitz and Josh Upfall. Special thanks to Jack Antonov and Bleachers for their music. It's another Jack Antonoff music project that is a part of the Old Man in the Pool. I won't give that away. As always, a special thanks to my wife, the poet Jay Hopestein. Her book, Little Astronaut's Book of Poems, it's gorgeous. Comes out in September. You can pre-order now. Follow her on Instagram at Jay Hopestein. As always, a special thanks to my daughter Una, who helped create the original Radio Fort Me To Pillows, and now that we're in Los Angeles, she helped me today create another. Radio Fort Manapello is recording this right now. She's holding a blanket next to my head as we speak. Uh, Una, do you have any advice for the folks? She's a little shy. So I'll say, I'll tell you uh, a piece of advice she gave me the other night for my opening night here in Los Angeles. She said, Pretend the audience is doing headstands. I think that's pretty good stand-up advice. Thanks, most of all, to you who are listening. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. We're working it out. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody.